Hi there, Ron Shera here for Star Bank. If you're putting your money into mega banks down the street, who knows where that money's being used? Bank locally. Keep your money local with a community bank that actually cares about you, your family, your business, and your goals. Check out the bank we use at Minnesota Bound. Try Minnesota's own Star Bank. You can find them online at starbank.net. When you call Star Bank, you actually hear a real living person answering the phone. StarBank has 10 convenient locations around Minnesota to serve you and all the mobile banking products that you need to manage your money. Check out all that StarBank has to offer at StarBank.net. So it's a funny thing. This time of year, my phone and my email start dinging. And it's my cousin in Washington, D.C., Mark McAfee. Um, if you've ever been in a Whole Foods store, by the way, um, he's the guy who put pencil to paper and designed those shops. And maybe that's why he looks forward to our spring trips so much. But he starts buzzing me in about April with awful ideas for food that we can cook back in the cabin and the goofiest lures that we can use to try and catch fish in Northwest Ontario. See, every year we take a spring trip to Kabilo Lodge along with my father. Um, Kabilo is a tradition for us. And it's been weird the last few years. I don't know how else to, to describe it, right? COVID hit and the border to Canada closed and all our dreams were thrown on a shelf with no end in sight. Bad news for those of us who want to go north and fish, probably much worse news for the people who are running the operations in Northwest Ontario. But maybe the page has turned, um, which is why I asked my old friend Harold Lohn uh, to join us today for the Minnesota Bound podcast. Hey there, I'm Bill Shirk, the man about the woods, and these are the stories behind the stories. And Harold, I got to ask, is proprietor of long-standing Northwest Ontario tradition, Kabilo Lodge. How are you feeling these days? Are, are you looking forward to spring? Is Are you down? I mean, how are you guys doing? Well, Bill, uh, good afternoon, and thank you very much uh, to you and your listeners. Um, this is an interesting time of our lives for sure. It's also an interesting time in the season, also for sure. Uh, how are we doing? Uh, the Lone family, we're all well, we're healthy, and looking forward to getting back at it in the 2022 season. Believe me, Bill, when I say that. We're all eager and excited to get up there and get things rolling for our guests. So obviously... Whatever it was, 2020 into 21, the border was closed. You like to spend your winters in Minnesota and your summers at the Lodge in Northwest Ontario. For a while, you guys couldn't even get up there. Um, you were able to sneak up there towards midsummer and get opened, kind of get things cleaned up after not being there for a year and a half. So what's the situation now as you head into... 2022. Obviously, the border's open and things are much better, you know, 
getting across, right? Um, you know, it's a multifaceted situation, Bill, as you can imagine. Uh, let me talk about the border first. Uh, for most people that have been following the case, the uh, positive negative COVID test prior to crossing the border has been terminated. So now you don't have to have that COVID test. What you still have to do is be vaccinated. You have to use your iPhone app, which is called Arrive Can, load all your information on that. And then, of course, once you get to the border, uh, you'll answer a few questions. You may be selected for a random COVID test. That remains to be seen how that is uh, administered and executed up there, as it turns out. But you no longer have to get a test just before you take your trip in order to get into Canada. That is correct. That you helps greatly. Yep. And so that's a big burden that's been shifted off uh, of our travelers, as it turns out. Um, so once we get across the border, uh, then things begin to open up business as usual. Probably not. Uh, you may see some of your favorite places no longer open for business because of the devastating impacts of the COVID situation. For Kabila Lodge, <coughs> we plan on being open. Uh, the opener this year for walleye is May 21st, as many people know. We'll be open. We'll be up there. We'll be opening all of our outpost camps uh, for business. We're expecting a fair number of folks to come up and fish with us. So we're excited about that. Um, I did have a chance to go up for about five or six weeks in 2021. Uh, we had a few guests come up. Most of our time was devoted to cleaning up, rebuilding, remodeling, modifying, doing business around the camp and uh, cutting grass and weeds back from the outpost camp. So we were busy while we were up there. Right, because essentially, let me paint a picture here. First off, you've got a main base lodge where you park the airplanes on Confederation Lake. You've got some cabins there. But you've got all these remote cabins on all these remote lakes that you fly many of your guests off to. Nobody had been to those cabins for darn near two years, right? That's correct. Nature That's correct. takes a toll. Nature does take it. When you leave something unoccupied for that period of time, rest assured, Mother Nature is going to stick her finger into your eye, into your cabin, into the screened-in porch, and on it goes. Little critters. Yep. Big critters. We were fortunate, Bill. We looked at every one of our outpost camps, and uh, they weathered the couple of years uh Quite satisfactorily, we made some minor modifications, uh, shored up this and shored up that and put some screens in. But otherwise, they uh, weathered fairly well. Good. We were happy about that. Good. What about, what about all your cohorts up there, right? We've heard all this talk for two years that having to shut down, getting no assistance from the government, put fish camps out of business. What have you heard about all that lately? Um, 
Well, there's always good news and there's always bad news and there's in-between news. The government has tried mightily to help the tourism industry in the province of Ontario. Um, for most of us that are in the industry, however, uh, they've fallen short. Uh, as you would expect, any time there's uh, bureaucracy involved, things get bogged down. So in the process of looking for assistance, which was the first objective of ours, the second was to apply for that. The third was to get delivery on it. Um, it's never enough. It's never soon enough. And uh, it doesn't continue long enough. Um, the government has been, to some extent, in my opinion, helpful. Uh, there are some of my colleagues that uh, simply are not able to weather it, Bill. Uh, they don't have the resources, they don't have the backdrop, and they don't have the expertise and the government care to uh, get them through another year. Um, that Those are issues that are real for all of us. You talk uh, about, you talk about what? Roughly 1,500 family-run fish camps in Northwest Ontario. Well, that would be for the province of Ontario. We've got about 1,500. Uh, when you get up to Northwest Ontario, you're talking about a block of around 300, 350. Uh, for those familiar with the geography of the province, we're talking about going from about Duluth, Minnesota, over to the North Dakota border, or in Canada, that would be from Thunder Bay to the Manitoba border, which is basically Kenora. So is uh, there a percentage of those that are going to reopen or a percentage of those that are out of business? Uh, I've not seen any, any statistics, um, and I don't think the government's going to be letting any statistics out. Uh, definitely would be a black eye for sure. Uh, I've talked to my colleagues. Uh, quite frankly, some of them, their neighbors won't be opening their doors. I know some personally who will not be opening their doors. How widespread it is, Bill, I don't know. I, I, and I would hate to hazard a guess. Got it. We're just going to have to see, right? Yeah, absolutely. And people are going to have to set up their trips. And I suppose some will answer the phone, some won't. Does life get back to normal this year if we can get across the border? The camps can be open for business. Does this just fade into the rearview mirror or are there long-term impacts of what COVID did? Um, just like everything else, yes. Uh, there's going to be uh, short-term, intermediate-term, and long-term effects. The short-term effects, as you'd expect, is uh, people aren't going to open their business. They can't. The other short-term impact is your guests who have been coming for years. Uh, they gotten older. Their kids have moved away. You know, some have lost their jobs and life getting in the way of life, as it turns out, so they've had to cancel their trips. So that's happening to everybody immediately. The medium effects are because you've had to go borrow money from the government or the local financial institutions, you got some red ink. You're not gonna be able to pay that off in 
one or two seasons uh, simply because you maybe get a drop in your business. So that's going to take two to three seasons. In my particular case, the long-term effects, Bill, of course, is building back that confidence. Uh, let's say our guest pool, uh, particularly of the U.S. here, and to say, look, Canada is open for business. Northwest Ontario is open for business. Kabilo Lodge is open for business. Let's get back up there. And we've got to reach out to people any way we can and say, look, it's not business as usual. It's business that's better than usual. And uh, A, because of the shutdown, uh, we have more fish. Nobody caught any for two years. The fish are bigger. Uh, because nobody caught them. So you're going to have lots of fish and bigger fish. You can't beat it. All right. I want to talk about a few of the other positives or silver linings coming out of this deal. But first, we need to thank a couple of our sponsors that make the Minnesota Bound podcast happen each week. Harold Lohn from Cabello Lodge is my guest today, and I'm Bill Shirk, the man about the woods. Hewitt Docks, Lifts, and Pontoon Legs began in a small south-central Minnesota town with a mission to make dock install and removal easier by inventing the Rolla Dock. Well, now the company has evolved to provide everything you might need to improve your lake time. In addition to the classic Rolla Dock or the new Ultra Dock system, Hewitt offers all-terrain staircases, gangways, canopies, and lifts, along with any accessory you might need. Celebrate 50 years of business with us. Go to HewittRad.com to enter for a chance to win a free dock and monthly prizes. Hewitt Docks, lifts, and pontoon legs. Work hard, play harder. You deserve a Hewitt. Hey there, Bill Shirk, the man about the woods. You know, today is a day for adventure, and Cub has all the Nabisco snacks you need to make sure that adventure is delicious from start to finish. Life is just sweeter when you share Oreo cookies on the trail. Also, when you crunch Ritz crackers at the campsite or rock the boat with rich cheese crispers. Stop a cub on the way to your adventure. The great outdoors is calling. Be sure you bring the snacks. Harold Lohn is my guest today. Um, owner, proprietor, Loan family of Kabila Lodge up in Northwest Ontario. Um, certainly one of the places that the Shirks visit um, every single year when the world allows us to, right? It's been a couple of years because of COVID, and it's not just us. There are so many people that look forward to these trips up to Canada to fish. Um, and I promise we'd talk about some of the positives that come out of what we've all been through the last couple of years. Harold, one of them is the reunion, right? There is nothing better than driving up there and pulling into the lodge after a long drive and seeing you and the rest of the Lone family standing out front to welcome people. I think a lot of people have missed those moments. Bill, let me just tell you, um, the minute you pull out of your driveway uh, with your party and you're heading north, you've had an opportunity to again get back together and take off to share something you all have in common. So 
you start right from home, literally, and that buildup is coming. Then you drive up and you get to Kabila Lodge. We're looking forward to having you there as much as you're looking forward to being there with us. Bill, I'm going to tell you that the year 2022 for Kabila Lodge, it's 50 years of business. The Lone family has owned it for 50 years. My wife, Ann, and I, and my son, and his family, we've owned it for 40 years. So we've been greeting you people for consistently for, except for the interruption for COVID, for 40 years. And believe me, uh, with smiles on our faces, arms wide open, we're looking to see you, see your faces, and embrace you, and welcome you back to Northwest Ontario and Kabila Lodge. You are not an average Joe. I learned that the day I met you. In fact, I can go back to that day. We got out of the truck at Kabilo. You were unloading a big group that was getting ready to crawl on to a couple of your airplanes and head out to the lake. And you guys had like the baggage wagon with rod tubes and coolers and suitcases and bags of groceries. And, and you're in it. Like you're grinding, pulling and getting this plane loaded up and getting these people out because the others are coming. And I, there's this moment where you reach into one of their grocery bags and you pull out a bottle of salad dressing and you yell at them, you came up here to eat salad, you wussies. <laughs> and at that point I thought, yep, I'm home. <laughs> These are my people. <laughs> I remember that too, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) You love that interaction with the clients, especially those who you get to see year after year. Yeah. Bill, even though it's a fishing and hunting lodge, we're in the people business. And Ann and I and my son, Eric, and his family and his wife, Allison, We're in the people business. We love the people that come up there. We like to share stories with you on the front end, welcoming you. And when you go out and come back, we love to hear your stories. Uh, A bit of hyperbole thrown in there, of course, with the stories. But yes, I mean, we relish in having you there and sharing your experiences. We think you've got it. We have got a great product. We think we provide quality service. And uh, we want to make sure each and every person that comes to Kabila Lodge gets that, if not more. And we love it. It's part of the rhythm of our life, believe me. All right. Sounds like you've been in some public relations class during the COVID. The point (laughs) is, this is like Christmas for adults. And, And I'm being dead serious. My cousin, right? We've heard the computer beep and all that. Like, They're sending notes because we are so excited about what happens four weeks from now when we get into that vehicle to drive. And the sensations are palpable. We're talking about hanging the hammock on the tree out front of the cabin and just listening to nothing. We're talking about what a cold beer tastes like at lunchtime and thinking about taking a nap after we eat it's the crackle of the wood stove right it's 
sitting on the porch at 10 o'clock at night looking at the stars that you see like no other place on the planet. And in some ways, all those things have nothing to do with fishing. It's all about all the other stuff. And we're already talking about that. The nice thing being from Minnesota this year, we're talking about needing some sort of transistor radio or shortwave radio because there's a good chance that the Minnesota Wild are going to be in the hockey playoffs and the Stanley Cup at the point where we're in the woods and we can't be away from civilization. We're going to need to be able to listen to the game, so we need to figure out a radio. Like, those are the conversations we're having right now. (laughs) (laughs) So you push us onto the airplane. Eric flies us out, whatever, 20 minutes or a half an hour, depending on where you're going. You land on this lake, you unload your gear, you get it up to the cabin, the airplane goes away, and all you have is nothing. And that is everything. A dock, boats that work, a cabin that is safe and comfortable, and then you just have nothing. And I have missed that so darn much for two years. Maybe more so, right, with all the stress in our world. And that's what you give people. It's not about a product and all that. I get it. But we look forward to what you have, which is nothing. And that is everything. Well, I think you've uh, encapsulated exactly what we try to offer people. Uh, We can talk about it. We can tell you about it. But, Bill, I'm convinced after my 40 years in this business that you've got to experience it. It's not for everybody. Don't get me wrong. But once you touch in the middle of the wilderness on a lake all by yourself, sharing that lake and that cabin with the people you want to be with and only want to be with and nobody else, my goodness, it doesn't get any better than that. Believe me, it doesn't. All right. We need to thank our sponsors, but I want to ask you something else about the fish and the lack of fishing pressure the last few years. Um, but first, sponsors. I'm Bill Shirk. You are listening to the Minnesota Bound Podcast, the stories behind the stories. And my guest today is Harold Lone from Cabello Lodge. The Shearer family enjoys spending a lot of time outside. Hence, we care what goes into our environment. That's why we support propane, the energy for everyone. Did you know that propane produces fewer greenhouse gas emissions than electricity generated on the U.S. grid? Propane's emissions are 43% fewer. That's a lot. Propane is clean, dependable, and affordable. Plus, it's produced right here in the USA. Let's all do our part to reduce emissions from our homes, cabins, and businesses by choosing propane, the right energy right now. To learn more about propane, the energy for everyone, go to propane.com. You know, the Shirks love Connecticut water. It's no secret, have for many years. We live out in the country and we have that ironclad well water. Well, we treat all of our water with the Connecticut whole home water treatment system. And we also use Connecticut's K5 drinking water system. That buildup, that white buildup you get around faucets, nope, we've got none of that. Our dishes are clean. Katie loves what Connecticut water does for her hair and skin. And the boys drink water out of the K5 system all day long. 
The best part to me, the well water taste and foul smell, they are gone. So call Connecticut like we did and look forward to clean, safe water. All right, Harold, there's been so much talk in the Midwest about the border has been closed with Canada. Nobody has been fishing any of the lakes in Ontario and Manitoba and all that stuff. So if you go back and you fish this year, there are going to be more fish. There are going to be bigger fish. Uh, where's that coming from? Is that in our heads or do you believe that? Let me give you one example, Bill. We had a group of fellas last year. Uh, they usually come up in July. They go to the same lake every year and they have done that for 20 plus years. When they go out there, they count every fish that they catch and they weigh every fish that they catch Brother. and throw back, okay? And they keep a diary of it. It's on our website. They came up in September in 2021. They went to the same lake. Here's what they reported to me when they came back. And I haven't put it on our website yet, but A, they caught more fish than they had in their previous trips. B, they caught bigger fish. And by what I mean there is not only were the poundage bigger, but the number of, let's call it, walleyes over 30 inches, which are trophies, by the way. Yes. They doubled the number of those this time in 2021 than they had in the prior years. Now, that's just one group of people. They're, they fish hard, they fish all day, and they spend lots of time, and they take lots of bait. But that one specific example convinces me that, hey, you're going to have more fish, by definition. And B, they've just had more chance to eat because nobody's been chasing them around the lake and pulling them out of the lake and taking some of their family home with them. So I think it's real to assume that if we went too long, Bill, then I think we would start losing the size because of the competition for feed. But for a couple of years, I think we're in pretty good shape. This I is, have high expectations, believe me. Yeah, this is in some way a good chance for those resources to heal a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I suppose it's, you also have to add to that. It's not like your resources are broken or beat up. We're talking about lakes that see a tiny fraction of anglers compared to 99.9% .9 of the bodies of water on planet earth. Right. So, <laughs> so we might be splitting hairs a little bit, but gosh, darn, we're looking forward to it. And and it's very important. My role as a objective journalist is to ask you what lake that was that those guys were on. It was one of the lakes that we fly to. Neat. I'm pretty sure you can fly to just about any lake in Ontario with your airplanes. So thank you for that. <laughs> We've narrowed <laughs> it down. <laughs> um, all right. So you and I have known each other for many years. One of the things I really appreciate about you is your excitement because in May, you have always loved to drive up and unlock the gate for the first time. 
Are you looking forward to that this year? Bill, I'll tell you quite honestly, if uh, I could go up there tomorrow, I would have my car idling right now in the parking lot. And I just as soon as we get off the podcast here, I'd be in my car driving north. You better believe it. And the thing is, you won't be going alone. It's no secret. Your son, Eric, is uh, slowly becoming the face and the name behind Kabilo, along with his wife, Allison, which gives you a little more time for turkey hunting and all those things you like to do. But I'm guessing you and Ann will be at Kabilo this summer. Yes. Yes. Uh, just one little side note. Side, side note, Bill. See, um, my cousin, he just keeps sending notes. And here's what happens. Um, where else in the world can you possibly think of going and having some person wanting to greet you with good news? I'm, I'm nothing but a good news guy, quite honestly. I'm going to tell you the lake is waiting for you. The plane's ready. We got your food ready. We got bait over here. The last party out there caught a pile of fish. So I'm giving you nothing but good news. And when you come back, you're going to give me good news because you had a wonderful trip. I can assure you of that. And that's contrasted to a lot of other industries where if you go see your doctor, sometimes you don't get good news. Maybe an attorney, you don't get good news. How about that electrician that comes in and has to rewire your house? So I provide and offer good news for people. And uh, as it turns out, um, we love it. Love to be able to give good news. Listen to all these people calling Kabilo Lodge because of our podcast who want in because of the experience you have just described. Absolutely. That, that is the power of our media. I don't mean to say it, but it's quite obvious what's happening. Yep, yep. Um, I'll tell you, if, if I could talk to every person in the United States and say, look, step back a little bit, take a breath of fresh air. I know it's tough in these times, but you got something to look forward to. And in my particular case, what I offer is a breath of fresh air, a little peace and quiet, a lake all to yourself, perfect service, friendly people, and just enjoy life out there in the middle of nowhere. Can I add one more thing to that list? You sure can. Motors that fire up on the first pull. <laughs> Equipment that uh, is kept in running condition and in excellent condition. You're right. Yes. Thank you for mentioning that. I am telling you, right? I've made a life of this stuff and there is nothing better than going someplace alone and looking at that little six or eight horse power motor and giving it a pull with the choke on and it fires right up versus 10 pulls in <laughs> and you start cursing the gods. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I hear you. That is a real thing. All right. Before I leave you, I need one piece of fishing advice for anyone who is going to Canada this year to try and catch, say, a walleye or a northern pike. Do you have a favorite color? 
And I think this is maybe a leading question. Um, yes, I do have a favorite color. That would be any color that has a minnow on it. And that would be for your walleye. For your northern pike, I think if you think in terms of a, a sucker or a chub, the colors being whatever they are, you got to remember fish are colorblind, so they don't care what color it is. They smell and they taste and they chase action. So if you got a live something on there, it meets all the criteria. And those northern pike, you want to make them angry because when they're angry, they slash it, whatever bait it is, you'll be fine. Believe me. So I'm going to call a foul here because the last time you and I shared a boat together, I giggled like a little schoolgirl because you've got this monstrous tackle box, you know, the one that's got double handles and flips over and it's got seven layers to it. And I watch you go in and dig just methodically. I mean, dig. And it takes an uncomfortable amount of time for you to find what you're looking for in this massive tackle box. And you pull out an orange jig. You go, yep, that's the one I was looking for. And you tie it on and you drop it in and catch a fish. Meanwhile, I'm looking at your tackle box. There is nothing in that box but orange jigs. I don't get it. Well, I can't give everybody all the secrets up front. Fishing is a process of trial and error. Us veterans, of course, have experience. We've also generated a little bit of wisdom along the way, too. But just keep in mind, Bill, it could be orange. It could be chartreuse, hot pink. Contrast is what the fish kind of look for. But in my particular case, I had a run on orange lead-headed jigs, so why not use them? I've seen you. They work. <laughs> and it's annoying to have to net all of your fish. Just saying. All right. I'm going to go head to the sports store. I'm going to load up on VMC orange-flavored jigs. <laughs> In the meantime, I hope you and... Your bride and your son, Eric, and his bride and the kids can safely get up to Kabilo, get those dang gates opened, not just for you, but for all of those folks in Northwest Ontario. We are so excited um, for those sensations, and we are all, all long overdue. So I think you bring good news today, Harold. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. And uh, rest assured for yourselves and anybody else that uh, makes that trek up there. Uh, if nothing else, go to Northwest Ontario and visit some of my colleagues and uh, experience part of life. And if you want to take it a little bit further, come up further north and I'll be there. And we'll put you on a lake by yourself to enjoy fishing and family and fun and all those things that God's created for us, believe me. We're all overdue. Harold Lone, thanks so much. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. I'm Bill Shirk, the man about the woods, and there you have it. That is the latest from uh, Ontario, and I will tell you, I have used that can app a couple of times here since the borders have opened. It is not a big deal. 
It is 15 minutes of work to download the app, put in your travel information. When you get to the border crossing on the Canadian side, they are friendly. They take a look at your app and boom, you are in. So there you go. Get to Ontario this year. I'm looking forward to it. So there you have it. The stories behind the stories. I'm Bill Shirk, the man about the woods. Hey, don't forget, we have so many great sponsors who help make the Minnesota Bound podcast happen every week. Up first, Connecticut Water Treatment Systems. You know, my family uses Connecticut. You should too. Also, Oreo and Ritz. Hewitt Docks. Star Bank, the bank we use at Ron Shira Productions and the Minnesota Propane Association. Until next week, don't forget to introduce a kid to the great outdoors. (music) 